0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What the Heck is Crypto? I am your host for today, Stephen. Adam, unfortunately, could not be with us this week, so we will make do without him. Got a short but sweet episode for you today. Just a quick recap of what's been going on in the world of crypto in the last week. And it's been a bit of a doozy, as you probably have noticed if you've uh, taken a look at any of the uh, markets in recent days. We are We are way down. Uh, Crypto and stocks crashed quite badly this week. Uh, The inflation numbers came in on Tuesday morning. Uh, It seemed to be consensus in the market. Uh, I certainly thought so, that we were going to see a uh, a continued drop-off in the inflation numbers. And that was not at all the case. Uh, The the core CPI metric, uh, which the Fed supposedly cares about, uh, the most, uh, surprised completely to the upside, came in at 0.6% month over month, which was uh, double what the market was expecting at at 0.3%. So um, crypto did not do well. Bitcoin especially got absolutely annihilated. We saw a 13% drop at one point from the previous highs. Uh, Ethereum taking a beating as well, but holding up a little bit better than Bitcoin. I would, I would say significantly better uh, than Bitcoin at that point. And, and I suspect because that is, uh, that is due to the fact that today, uh, Wednesday, the 14th, uh, when this is being recorded, is the date of the supposed Ethereum merge. Yes, we've been talking about it a lot on the podcast. Uh, the day is, is finally here and investors are, are buying the dip on ETH. So far, uh, when you guys listen to this on Friday, I believe, uh, hopefully uh, everything went smoothly and uh, and, and nobody got hurt and my portfolio is okay. Uh, Next up in the news, uh, big news today, Terra co-founder Do Kwon uh, has been issued an arrest warrant in South Korea. A court in South Korea uh, issued the warrant for the founder of Terraform Labs, uh, whose implosion earlier this year sparked a global crypto route. Uh, the court in Seoul issued a warrant for Do Kwon and five others on allegations that include violations of the nation's capital markets law, according to a text message from the prosecutor's office. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, Terraform Labs, you're, you're, you're probably familiar, if you pay attention to crypto, uh, with the blockchain they created, which was Luna. And for those of you who who aren't in the know. Uh, Luna was a extremely popular blockchain, uh, went parabolic over the last couple of years. Uh, it, it, its main claim to fame was that it, it, it had created a stable coin, a crypto coin that was uh, stable to a dollar and didn't require any collateral. It was what we called an algorithmic stable coin. Uh, this thing got up to 14 15 Maybe even twenty billion of, of market cap. I can't can't even recall, but uh, it, it it collapsed in the in the spring in a fiery ball of destruction that kind of brought down the entire uh, crypto market with it. Really, if you look at that big down candle uh, on the Bitcoin chart uh, from the spring, where we just completely annihilated the the previous lows that that was sort of set in motion by uh, the Luna collapse, uh, partly because the the coin was. Partially collateralized by uh, billions of dollars of Bitcoin, uh, which apparently the foundation uh, market sold to try to save the project, and basically just dumped uh, dumped the Bitcoin and and rest of uh, the rest of crypto along with it. So uh, people have been wondering for a while if anything was going to happen to uh, Do Kwon, the founder. He's been talking on Twitter, um, you know, since this happened, and it, it's been a really tragic incident. I mean, i heard multiple stories of of uh, people, you know, taking their lives because they lost a lot of money in Luna. So uh, hopefully justice is done and the crypto ecosystem uh, can move on uh, from this and, and we can go back to focusing on uh, legitimate projects that hopefully take the world uh, forward to a, to a better place. Next up, uh, the BBC is writing news articles about Ethereum going green. Uh, the UK's public service broadcaster highlighted... The upcoming merge today and its impact on ETH's electricity usage. Um, The merge is set to reduce the amount of electricity consumed by the network by 99.99%. ETH currently uses about as much electricity as the entire country uh, of the Netherlands. But after the merge, the entire network's usage will be uh, less than 4% of the electricity consumed by PayPal. So a big, big change there um a lot of bitcoiners are not really uh happy with the the focus on on the green thing they just, they they argue that bitcoin actually uh, isn't bad for the planet with all of its uh energy consumption bitcoin consumes even more uh, energy than ethereum uh, currently um i'm i'm not a particular believer that bitcoin is bad for the environment um but as a trader I like to buy things uh, on the basis of what other people are going to say and think. And I think that the green narrative is really important for Ethereum. Uh, I think there is a very, very loud, vocal, uh, and powerful climate movement in the, in the world today. And, and I think politics is, is not known for being uh, measured and, and logical. So uh, one of the reasons I invest in Ethereum uh, and not Bitcoin right now is because I don't I don't want to swim uh, against that current. It's a it's a probably uh, powerful current. The uh, the whole ESG sustainability thing, um, and 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 I think it's a it's a negative for Bitcoin right now. It's a it's a headwind, but but good for Ethereum uh, and good for the Ethereum narrative moving forward. Next up, Compound Compound Finance has announced the uh, launch of borrowing. Uh, for institutions on its, applic- uh, on its uh, crypto app. Uh, Compound, for, for those of you who don't know, is, a, is an Ethereum-based application, one of the, the OG Ethereum DeFi applications. And it, it, it's really some of the, the bedrock financial infrastructure that's built on the Ethereum network. Uh, Compound allows you to uh, deposit crypto assets and earn interest on them. Uh, it also allows you to use those assets as collateral and uh, borrow you can borrow uh, ethereum you can borrow stable coins you can borrow a variety of other tokens um, this is this is all completely powered by uh, smart contracts there's no bank or or company in the middle that's kind of taking custody uh, of, of your funds uh, and it, and it's all happening on chain right so everything is is completely transparent it's it, it's kind of remarkable uh, to take a step back and look at it. Like you, you, you have, you've seen hundreds of billions of dollars at this point, I think uh, flow uh, into and out of uh, on-chain uh, crypto lenders. And, 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 and these are, these are just code. They're, they're just applications uh, completely enforced by a smart contract code that anybody can uh, see. Anybody can audit uh, contrast this to what happened with, with Celsius, with uh, Voyager, uh blockfi like so many of these uh call them cefi lenders right where there there's a company in the middle taking your coins and giving you a rate but you you can't see what's happening um behind the veil um so i i i love this part about ethereum i love the idea that you can you can put money on here without filing some kyc documentation and and trust exactly what's going to happen with that money um and and verify everything that's uh, working under the hood. Uh, th- this is especially interesting I think because what compound has been doing is is building building rails especially for for institutional money, uh large pools of capital, uh you know, hedge funds, uh, banks, businesses, uh people who might be interested in using some of the Ethereum infrastructure and 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 earning interest but but like aren't comfortable uh, custodying their their, their their private keys, or or need um, some particular assurances for for compliance about uh, the blockchain. And this is one thing that Ethereum has done really well uh, in recent years. Is it's it's done a good job of sort of towing the line between um, being decentralized, being permissionless, trying to build this different uh, ecosystem, but but still at the same time trying to uh, integrate with the uh, traditional world in a way and not not be its its own Island. So um, it's a bear market right now. So a lot of these things don't, don't matter at the moment, but in the, in the future, they will lay the groundwork for a lot more capital pouring in uh, to the ETH ecosystem. And that capital will be buying coins and lending and, and doing all sorts of economic activity. That's going to drive uh, price sustainably higher in the future. So uh, this is great to see and uh, good on compound. Next up, uh, New York's Museum of Modern Art is considering buying NFTs with the proceeds of a $70 million auction they're about to do. Uh, The MoMA, as it's known, is considering buying uh, NFTs with the proceeds of an auction of William S. Paley's Art Collection, who I believe is the founder of uh, CBS. This is a pretty epic collection. It's got a famous piece by Picasso uh, known as uh, Guitar on a table uh, and gonna bring in some big dough, you know, 70 million, I guess, is is a lot of money. Uh, but the MoMA director, Glenn Lowry, uh, said, the intention is to extend the digital reach of the museum after attendance is slumped uh, during and after the pandemic. Uh, the museum has a, a team of people keeping tabs on the digital art market, and it is considering purchasing digital art connected to NFTs. Uh, I, I think this is super interesting, I mean, We've already seen some pretty big crossovers between the 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 uh, NFT world and the the traditional art world. You you saw, for example, uh, CryptoPunks uh, were auctioned off by by Christie's. Uh, Christie's, I believe, uh, also auctioned off um, a number of other collections, uh, curio cards, and I, I don't have them all in front of me, but but they, but they've really been good. I think at uh, kind of not trying to. I guess, be like the, the Kodak of, of art. They're, they're embracing this new medium. And I, I, I really do think that NFTs are going to be a crazy investment opportunity uh, over the next, you know, five to 10 years or so. Uh, like a lot of other new things, right? They sort of burn hot and fast in the beginning. And, and there's a lot of, Shenanigans and, and, and scamming and, and, and fraud going on. Uh, it was kind of you know the same in the early days of the internet. Um, but I, I think you would be unwise to 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 write off uh, NFTs. And it it's it's good to keep on seeing these stories of um, you know real world institutions uh, you know, taking a step in into the digital and, and embracing this tech. So so good for the MoMA. And uh, on that note, that that brings us to our our final. Uh, Story of the week here, which is kind of related. I mean, the Chicago Bulls are set to release NFT artwork reimagining their iconic logo. Um, The new collection is going to feature one-of-one artworks designed by several well-known artists tasked with reimagining the National Basketball Association team's iconic logo. Uh, The logo, a red charging bull's face with black and white accents that I'm sure most of you are familiar with. Uh, is unique in that it hasn't changed significantly since the team was founded in 1966. Fun fact for you, the uh, logo was apparently created by a uh, commercial designer, Dean Wessel, who was offered free tickets to a game in exchange for the now synonymous image. Uh, sounds like a good deal um, for, for the Bulls. Um, what, I, I think this is uh, similar, uh, similar to my thoughts on the, the MoMA story we We've talked in past episodes about sports teams kind of embracing crypto. Uh, we we talked about um, the so rare marketplace um, where you can play fantasy sports uh, with um with your favorite uh, soccer players or or football players for our friends uh, across the pond using basically uh, nft's really cool project. and we also talked about um, chili's, which is a project doing Uh, Fan tokens, Um, and it's it's done really well. Actually, uh, this this bear market, I was taking a look at the price of the coin the other day, and 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 that's great to see because it 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 tells me that the price is being driven by by something other than frothy speculation. There there might be some adoption there. There might be some some product market fit there. Um, So I expect to keep seeing stuff like this, uh, where um, you know your your athletic teams, your, your your musicians, your your, your celebs, like a, a lot of the cultural stuff is is going to keep on uh, embracing NFTs and you're going to start seeing more and more of these stories uh, in the future. And I, I think it's going to be really great for crypto great for um, Ethereum, uh, Ethereum adjacent uh, ecosystem, especially because um, more people use NFTs, more people learn what a crypto wallet is, the more people interact uh, with Ethereum, the more, uh, you users you have onboarded uh, into this space, and that that really is a win-win uh, for everybody and 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 that's the future I hope we see uh, in the not too distant future. Uh, anyway, that's all the news for this week. Uh, as I said before, hopefully uh, when you listen to this on Friday, the merch has gone well. Uh, this is a big day for me. It's a <laughs> big day for ethereum. um but i've I've been waiting on this uh, investment thesis for. For a long time, personally, and uh, feels good to uh, to see it finally go through. Regardless of what uh, does or doesn't happen uh, with the price in the near term, I I do know this is going to be like a a great and long term, extremely bullish thing for the Ethereum ecosystem. So so, congrats to all you hodlers who've been holding ETH, um, you know, for for years at this point, point. and a, a big thank you to the to the Ethereum devs who've worked really tirelessly for for a long time and, and taking a lot of flack about never shipping. And it uh, looks like they're finally about to ship the, the ultimate crypto product. So congrats again. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Adam will be back next week, allegedly. So next episode should be a little bit funnier. But hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you learned something. And I will be talking to you soon.